we sit here, my darling, and my fellow listeners, on this the most romantic of days, Valentine's Day. Welcome to an Astro Radio Z Valentine. My dear love, Amy, I only bring you on this show with nothing but pure romance and love in my heart. As we sit here and sip this very fine champagne, (laughs) I have brought you here to talk about this wonderful movie that we just experienced called Yeti, A Love Story. (laughs) The classiest, most romantic movie I have ever experienced in my whole life. I I agree, Amy. (laughs) Yeti, A Love Story. You know how to treat a lady. I've I've been told this many times in the past. (laughs) Amy, I, I know it took you all of three minutes to become disrobed upon putting on Yeti a love story. Would you like to tell my listeners, if you can, in the extreme heat that you're going through right now? What is, what is wrong with you? Knock it off. Nothing, nothing, nothing is wrong with me. This is exactly how I sound all the time. Oh my God, knock it off. <laughs> we got super shitty cheap champagne we won and the most romantic movie on earth. Stop talking to me like that. Okay, so we started doing the, <laughs> these shows for for Christmas, the Astro Radio Z uh, Christmas uh, with Mark and Doc, where we just find stupid movies and we decide to talk about them. So I figured as as something fun to do, you and I could start a tradition where we do Valentine's Day episodes that are like mini episodes, uh, and I'll try and find the weirdest love stories i can quote around love yeah quote around love uh from you know cult and exploitation and horror film and the one i brought today for you to watch which i've seen many times (laughs) but i know i knew for certain you had never seen (laughs) yeti a love story um i have found i found this movie years ago because the company that put this out trauma is one of my favorite uh, film distribution companies of really low rent shit. They're the company that put out the Toxic Avenger yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. So they'll put out anything. Apparently. They'll put out anything. Um, this movie, when I first saw it, reminded me of the movie that I had made with my buds called Swamphead. Yeah. Very much so. Mm-hmm. And it has a lot of the same humor to it. It has a lot of the same feel. It's very nonsensical. Um, and I've watched this thing many, many, many times. Now, you've never watched this before. No. Would you like to tell my listeners what is Yeti a love story about? Oh, wow. What isn't it about? So um, there's a group of college students with a super shitty male character um, who's real obnoxious and they go on this uh, camping trip um, and I, honestly in the first like three minutes there's all this ridiculous stuff and then we meet sex piss 
<laughs> who is Sex Piss? <laughs> who is? Um, so I think he's supposed to be a small town. <laughs> badass, bad boy. Badass. Sexual assaulter? I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> he likes because, to finger bang people. Right. Well, no, their conversation was, <laughs> I got to take a piss better than getting pissed on. And then Sex Piss shows up and is basically like, are you sure that's my kind of party? And shows his Sex Piss Sharpie tattoo and then offers to finger bang the women. I, I mean, come on, ladies. <laughs> and then, then that kind of is done. He's gone. And they're in the woods and oh my, I don't even know. So they go camping. This group of kids go camping and one of the guys, which is a Dubro frat boy, mm-hmm. goes to take a piss and locks eyes lovingly with a Yeti. That's right. And it's like, did you guys see that? And this really non-romantic music shows up whenever the Yeti's. <laughs> Sort of on screen. How do you want to describe? Can you describe to the listeners what the Yeti looks like? Like a like an albino gorilla suit. Like that the face doesn't move. Like the mouth. Like, oh my god! When he's kissing the Yeti later, he has to like push the chin closed to make lips to be able to do this. It's like a dollar store costume with any the, the person's. Eyes are kind of painted underneath it. It's just, it's high quality. It's real high quality. <laughs> so, so the Yeti's there and the kids are, are camping out the middle of the woods and there's a Yeti cult. There's a cult, a Yeti cult in this little town where every night they, they lure, um, travelers from other places, city or city folk, or city slickers, <laughs> city slickers, city <laughs> slickers in, <laughs> in order to sacrifice them to get butt fucked by the yeti, right? And they tie them up to this. It's like a log and another log across it, kind of like a T, and it wiggles all around, <laughs> looks real sturdy. You know? And the yeti comes <laughs> when they gong this plate with white out a white out painted version of the yeti on it is that what that was on there yes it was supposed to be oh. the yeti with squiggly marks it just looked kind of like a like kind of a snowman i guess okay snowman yeah, yeti yeah, yeah. what's i, I, I i'm think, sure this is very insensitive talk to yeti folk oh, that listen I, I, to astro I, I, radio I'm z so, but i'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I mean, Yeti snowman, whatever. So he comes running and he's under some spell, hypnotic spell by this cult, uh, that he has to run, the Yeti has to run in and anally rape whoever's being sacrificed with this humongous paper mache dong. It looks just like he has, it's like a painted broomstick. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh. <laughs> So, so, uh, eventually one of the kids falls in love with this girl that is a part of the cult. The one douchebag frat boy falls in love with the Yeti. Of course. He finally realizes that about himself. He's a Yeti sexual. Yes. And there's extended uh, montages of everybody either turning gay, Yeti sexual, having romantic walks in the park. Um, <laughs> the guy's jerking off the Yeti at one point. Oh, right. And he talks about how he, he wishes he had met the Yeti years before. Because now his life makes sense. Yep. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> and then there's some weird side plot about this random house where there's a guy in an old man mask who brings people in to show him tentacle boy right. who has no tentacles. Well, he's got like a like a mask on his face. <laughs> That's but he's tentacle boy. Remember remember when the guy says, Hey, what's up with the mask on your face? He goes, That's no mask. That's my face. I'm just an old man. <laughs> okay. So and then, no, the basement scene was super weird, and the the college kids just stand there staring while Tentacle Boy, who's chained up, which just has a like a giant mass on his face, tries to kind of attack him. And then he's all upset, so his mom whips out her tit so he can breastfeed, and green goo oozes out while that's happening. While some random guy with his dong hanging out walks past. Yeah, you don't see the head. He just walks by. He's like, Ma, where's my pants? Where's my pants? And they're around his ankles. <laughs> like, this whole role was, can I show my penis in this movie? <laughs> anyway, yeah. And then these two are just like, watching and standing there and not leaving yeah so so far folks if you can't tell this movie is very random and it's all over the place <laughs> and our discussions probably could be very random and all, the, all over the place could you do this how else could you talk about it i don't know because there's really there's no plot to this thing no. for the most part it's kids go to go camping fall upon a yeti cult one guy falls in love with the Yeti. One guy falls in love with someone from the cult. The one girl in the group goes and becomes a crusader for God to try and kill the Yeti. Right. You didn't. We so yes, she goes into this church. Well, she says, I'm going to church. If I don't come back soon, just go find me at the tent. <laughs> OK, so she goes in and talks to like a like a minister, but he's in like a dark black robe. And sunglasses with little figurines all over his desk. And ba- oh, and unwraps this piece of paper that's got marker, like brown Crayola marker writing and a drawing. He's like, oh, it's you. You're the prophet that's going to save us. And she's just like, all right. Okay. And like hands her a crossbow and a cloak and a one um, wooden stake and a kazoo. She never used the kazoo. Yeah, here, you'll know when to use this. I can't tell you any more about it. Right. It's never used. And then here's a bottle of water. Is this holy water? And then he makes a cross. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's holy water now. <laughs> okay. She's on a mission. So yeah, she's got, she mostly just fights, uh, redneck yokels. In sex, sex piss. piss. Okay, so sex oh, piss fuck. is Go just back to his dream. Oh yeah, that's where we're getting. So <laughs> intermittent through this story, where eventually it all culminates to everyone uh, the the cult trying to kill off the city slickers, but there's a <laughs> there's a hunter out there trying oh, to yeah. kill everything and they eventually i don't want to ruin i'm not going to ruin the ending but it, it, it's a big finale where everyone gets yeah well, fucked the up hun- by the, the cult. hunter though is real serious he kills every species of plant including fungi <laughs> and now is hunting yetis <laughs> like I, he, it's, it's the last thing he needs to kill on his list this hunter that's just walking around, kind of like in the Friday the 13th movies. I think part four, there was this random guy that was attempting to kill 
Jason Voorhees, and he's just hanging out in the middle of the woods. He, he he's never brought up before, but he's just this dude walking around with hunting gear trying to kill well, you, Jason you, you, Voorhees. You just need that guy to show up. So <laughs> that that's basically the hunter in this movie is just the guy that pops up randomly attempting to kill the Yeti. Well, he was born in the Amazon, and his mother died during childbirth, and he was raised by cannibals. So I mean. <laughs> Right? This is his mission, right? I guess. <laughs> and all we see him really kill is the guy that drove them to the campsite <laughs> who is only trying to take a dump. Right. He kept getting erupted by groans of we're not, you know, we don't know what it is. We didn't see it yet. You guys know I can't do it if, if unless I concentrate. Right. This is private. <laughs> And then when he gets freaked out, he doesn't pull up his pants. So he's like tripping on these pants around his ankles, smashing into trees and spitting out blood. And then just takes all of his clothes off to run away. He becomes more aerodynamic that way. <laughs> pokes himself in the eye with a stick. Like it's just so... Uh. So, so yeah, so there's the hunter. This movie is just full of random characters in random situations that there's, it's the kind of movie you kind of just have to forget that you have a brain. Oh yeah. And you have to just kind of have fun with. Each scene, you just laugh at what's happening, and they don't go together. None of them go together. <laughs> there was like a Swedish guy in the tent all of a sudden. Like it doesn't. <laughs> There's non sequiturs constantly. Like the in lines of dialogue, it goes so red. Like there's that they're driving to the fucking campsite, and there's a bunch of people riding on horses, which I'm sure they were driving and just saw people uh, like probably a group. Doing yes, a horse ride with like regular clothes and helmets on. Like it, it, the voiceover is, "What road is this? Is it the eighteen hundreds?" Right, and then a second later, he says something else and says, "I have glasses." Like, well, <laughs> yes, yes, you do. <laughs> but the dream, we didn't get to the dream. Oh, okay, so sex piss, our our uh, stud bad boy uh, in this town. All of a sudden, randomly, a, a scene comes up where there's a drawn kitty. And somebody's shaking their dick and balls right in the screen. Multiple different. There's ones. boobs yep. and dick and balls. For like two minutes, there's this dream sequence where there's dick and balls right in the screen. And then Sexpus wakes up with this girl and goes, oh, I had the dream again. Kind of like that. You remember that kids in the hall skit? I had the pear dream again. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. No, so uh -huh. sex piss is uh, this looming threat that cannot be killed. Mm -hmm. uh, extended sequences of fights with sex what, piss. What that dream, the dream where the what? Are the, what do you call it? The danglies, dangly uh, where bits. they dang, they dangle their bits in front of me again, <laughs> and he gets like he's crying all over this lady's tits. So like they're just soaking wet, and then he tells her to hide. <laughs> <laughs> and then shoots her in the head. Right. And then that's just it. That's it. So I there without just explaining, like giving away all the funny shit that's in this yeah. movie, which is constant. Uh, this movie's just random. If you if you like super random movies, you're going to get into this. Amy, mm -hmm. having this be the first time you've seen this. This was really good. You like, laughed was, a lot. It was the dumbest but funniest thing i've seen in a long time 
they stick with the ridiculousness the whole time. Yeah. I mean, there's lulls where it slows down a little bit, little. but for the most part, it just, it's only an hour and 10 minutes. Yeah. So it goes by pretty quickly. And you're con- so confused, even if you're not really paying attention that by the time it's done, you're just kind of like, Whoa, what? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. What? Oh. For me, a lot of the charm is that it's it's definitely like a shot on video movie from oh, 2007. Yeah. And it's micro to no budget. So everything is super fucking cheap. Mm-hmm. And really what coasts along is the energy that this was obviously made by kids. Oh, yeah. Like young, like probably kids in their, that were 19 to 21 yeah. years old. Mm-hmm. And it has that really anarchic just kinetic energy of mm-hmm. kids that can't focus on anything yes. and just want to be edge lords the it was entire so time. Edgy. <laughs> oh, geez, <Louise. laughs> um well and they the shitty characters they stayed in. They liked it. They had fun. They had a lot of fun. It <laughs> oh dear. And I didn't think any of it was <laughs> even though there's some questionable dialogue in it with people dropping F bombs. Not like fuck bombs, but, you know, gay derogatory language in it. I didn't take it as any as as if it was mean spirited. Like, I didn't think any of this movie was necessarily mean spirited. I think they were just being goofballs. Well, you really just kind of hate the one character. Like, he was just kind of he's supposed to be an asshole, but then falls in love. Like, I just (laughs) so I guess. So, Derek, the, the love story part, what is that? Which which character was really in love? Obviously, the dude bro that falls in love with the Yeti. Yeti, a love story. I don't even know your name. What should I call you? Uh, I'm not going to call you. Uh, how about how about Yeti? Oh, come on. Oh. So he does nothing but fuck this Yeti almost the entire movie. And then after, I suppose, spoilers, if you don't, you want to... <laughs> you want to experience <laughs> Yeti, a love story pure. Um, please skip the next five to ten seconds of this. <laughs> the, the hunter kills the Yeti and the guy, the dude bro gets all upset, mm-hmm. but then lets the audience know that he is actually carrying the Yeti's baby in his <laughs> right. belly. It wasn't the last of the Yeti. Rub, <laughs> rub belly. <laughs> Oh. oh my god. <laughs> so that's how Yeti a love story ends. And uh there are not many movies of this ilk out there that work. That like oh. genuinely work right. and are entertaining and funny because the vast majority of them come off like douchebags made them. Right. And I didn't get that at all well, from no, the this. one character's that way. The rest of them, it's 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 a real shitty movie, but it's real funny. Oh my gosh. So having said that, on a scale of one to five hearts, how many hearts <laughs> would you get? Well, how, what does wait, the wait, heart wait, scale mean? How, how many hearts <laughs> oh, would <baby>. you <laughs> would you give Yeti a love story? A, a, a two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half, I guess. I don't know. It's funny. This is not a love story. This is ridiculous. <laughs> totally ridiculous. Just funny. You should watch it. It's worth it. It's only like an hour, but no. Yeah. This is this is one of my favorite shitty movies ever. 
I watched this. I used to watch it quite a bit and I haven't seen it in many years. Well, why, and wait, 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 wait. Okay. Like, like every week. What do you mean? No, <laughs> I mean, I would, I would pop it on every once in a while. I mean, it was made in 2007. So this movie at this point now is 13 years old. You watch so many movies. Why is this on repeat? Cause it made me laugh a okay. lot. It made me laugh a lot. And, uh, this was, this came out around the time we were making Swamphead. So oh, okay. yeah. there is just like a lot of the same energy is there. Yeah. And, uh, there's a lot of similarities. A lot of, <laughs> so I, the, the funny thing is I didn't write anything of Swamphead. I just kind of helped out, uh, getting it made and getting it finished. And there were so many similarities in energy. Mm-hmm. To Swamphead. So I think that's why a lot of like this movie, why I love it so much. Cause Swamphead gave me the same kind of chuckles that this thing does. So if you guys are fans of our movie Swamphead, pick up Yeti a love story. So even if you're, you're gonna not, get it. This is if you like to laugh at stupid things, yeah. this is a great idea. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just don't expect it to look like anything more than some backyard fuck. If you like Chris Seaver movies, which you won't this will fall on death fears for you. But if you like Chris Seaver's low budget pictures movies, you'll like Yeti a love story. Big time. It's got the same kind of non sequitur stupid humor and all of that. Only it's there more action happens <laughs> than a Chris Seaver's movie. So one, well, I haven't seen those movies, but there was something happening always. There was only a few times where for like five minutes they weren't running around doing something. Yep, this is true. So Yeti, a love story. Get I get a give it a big thumbs up from this two and a half two and a half hearts from Amy. <laughs> so, having said this now, next year when we do our Valentine's movie, there is a sequel to Yeti, a love story called Another Yeti, a love story. What? I have to look at what what was the title? Like Mean on the Streets or something like that? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't it's know. something like that. It's another Yeti, a love story. So next year in 2021, my dear, we're going to watch... <laughs> Another Yeti love story. Oh, I just cannot wait. Can you just? I kind of actually want to watch it right now, but I'll wait. You have to, we have to wait until next year. Have you watched that one? I have not watched that one. You better not watch it before. And I don't, I don't know why I haven't watched it. I literally have no idea why I have never watched it. Can we have one time where you haven't seen something and where we watch it together? It will be next year, my dear. So, happy Valentine's happy Day. Happy Valentine's Day. To all of my listeners out there, keep it sexy. Oh, Jesus. And embrace the love. <laughs>